Hello everyone and welcome back to a new episode. So in this episode, we will discuss about the organic reach, the paid marketing of Facebook. So it's every marketer's goal to increase their Facebook organic reach. Social media has changed the way businesses market their products and services on the web. A trend that we continue to see one particular social media site that has been successfully leading the pack for a long time is Facebook. There is absolutely no doubt that the Facebook is the place for your business to have a strong social media presence, mainly because it's where everybody is, including your target audience. So according to social media examiners, uh, it, it's a website. Popular annual report, 62% of marketers have named Facebook as the most important strategy amongst their marketing strategies. This shouldn't come as to us as a surprise because if you look at the stats, Facebook has, the, these are a couple of years old stats, but as they are just exponentially growing up. So few stats told us that over 2.41 billion monthly active users, 1.3 billion users on its messenger app, more than a billion active users on Instagram. That's true. Instagram is, uh, Facebook has just bought Instagram. It's been a while. So I know you have noticed it as well. Over time, your Facebook page reach has continuously gone down. So if you are someone who is doing social media marketing on Facebook, this episode is especially good for you. So take your pen and paper and start noting down. So it's not just in your head. In, a, in just a few years, the organic reach of Facebook pages has plummeted. The platform has established itself as indispensable within the social media marketing industry with 62% marketers naming it as, as the most important one of their strategies. But while 93% of marketers use Facebook advertising regularly, 40% say they are unsure whether their efforts are working or not. So here are some of the tips that will help you boost your Facebook organic reach. Number one, build your presence and authority. Okay, so I know what you're thinking. If organic reach decreases as the size of your audience increases, where is the value in growing your presence? Well, uh, I've got some couple of points. You get to add social contacts to your ads, which makes them cheaper and more effective. You'll have better posts and page insights to tailor your marketing efforts. This includes both demographic and psychographic data. Your perceived influence will increase, which amps up your credibility factor. Growing your presence is not about increasing your page likes. The number of likes your page has given no indication of how your content will perform. What matters is that you build enough authority to command your audience to action. This means that they will engage with your content more favorably. Sorry, uh, favorably. Uh, okay, so, so we have steps within that. The first step is you to have a strong brand presence. 
if your brand is watered down chances are your audience audience will be too what you want is a brand image that sticks in the minds and hearts of your audience constantly reinforce your message post content that is relevant to your business and always be consistent number 2 use your audience insights to build a target persona specifically for facebook earlier we walked through the tracking of your page and post insights the same information can be used to construct your persona gender age background location and occupation are all black and white data points that you can collect you can then flesh it out with a substantive information like we can have some couple of questions to ourselves what are their pain points what are their interests what are their attitudes and beliefs towards you your business or industry what are their objections and how will you address them another point number 4 is that publish evergreen content you have heard many times if you are a blogger as well so there are too many people who aren't strategic with their social media content whatever your goals are for your facebook page be it to generate revenue or drive traffic evergreen content is the most powerful tool at your disposal that's it freshness isn't just google's ranking factor the life of a post in facebook news feed is also dependent on recency if you publish timeless content then it will be useful for your audience for longer periods they'll keep engaging with your post be sure to let users know that they can revisit evergreen posts that they've liked and engaged with in the past this will lead to an increase in engagement and facebook will ensure that your posts gets distributed further and that it appears in feeds for a longer period of time you can curate other people's evergreen content content curation is not about taking someone else's work as your own it's about collecting posts from across the internet and sharing it with your network but it's a little more than just stumbling across a post liking it and pressing the share button instead you should treat the curation process just like you would if you were publishing your own content spend some time reviewing and analyzing several posts on the same topic and share them with your audience on a consistent publishing schedule okay another point create invite only groups for your most engaged audience members yeah so facebook is about building communities a tightly knit group is the closest you can get it on the social media in 2016 it's just 4 years back or whenever you are listening to this episode it could be 5 6 7 or just you can go on So in 2016 Facebook stated that a whopping 1 billion people used Facebook groups every month. Now you have got two community options. Number 1, start your own group. Number 2, join a highly engaged and relevant group that serves your business goals. We'll focus on number 1 as it is the best addition to your Facebook marketing arsenal. You can use it to listen and engage with your brand advocates. 
Before we get into the steps for building your group, let's talk about the reasons you may want to start your own group. So most people uh, form groups around their brand or business, their product services, a specific lifestyle example, a book club or a journaling club. Specific topics, example, a content marketing group. Of course, these aren't your only options. As long as you can rally a group of people for a common goal, you're good to go. I found that most valuable groups for businesses are those that are either brand specific or product specific. Let's move on to another point, which is use organic post targeting. Targeting isn't limited to Facebook ads only. You can even target your organic posts to make sure that they reach the right people. While it's been around for a while, the feature has gotten more useful with the decrease in organic reach of quality content. You can serve your posts to relevant customers based on their gender, age, education, location, and even interest. You can set an end date for your post to stop showing in the newsfeed. The post only limits the visibility of your post in the feed. On your page timeline, it will show up to all your fans. Your post has to target at least minimum of 20 people. You might get below this th threshold if your page only has a few thousand fans. Okay, a new point. Post your post when your competitors are asleep. There is no easy answer to the timing question. You need to consider your location and that of your audience. Your audience profile, what's his age, interests, occupation, etc. The type of content that you create, the scheduling tools that you use, at, you have to, at your disposal. Uh, I'm not uh, marketing their product, it's just a co-schedule. It's an app, it's a website. Co-schedule reports that the optimal time is between 1 to 4 p.m. They even broke it down according to each day of the week. Saturday at Sunday, 1, 12 to 1 p.m. Thursday and Friday at 1 to 4 p.m. Wednesday at 3 p.m. For the most shares and click-throughs, they have cited 1 p.m., 3 p.m. and 9 a.m. as the optimal times. Another point uh, I have for you, publish videos natively on Facebook. In recent years, there has been shift to video content. Since 2015, as we are just going five years back from now, the episode has been recorded. Facebook has averaged over 8 billion video views every day. So now you can imagine that in 2015, it was 8 billion views every day. And now if you go for from this point to 2020, exponential growth, if we take that. So it could be around, uh, in a recent survey, if we go on, it could be around, maybe double that down since uh, technology and 4G, 5G, introduction of 5G uh, later on, 3G, 4G has enabled many people apart from Wi-Fi's to get connected to Facebook. So you can see that or you can, maybe you can research yourself, but 8 billion views that has been surveyed in 2015. Facebook has started favoring video updates causing media marketers to use or more video blog post content. Native videos have become the strongest performer in the newsfeed. Now, 
the last point I have for you is um, let's go yes last test your posting frequency there is no one size fits all for this massive websites like Huffington Post Telegraph and the New York Times publish a huge amount of content every day they also push their content aggressively on Facebook but for the average brand this isn't realistic don't be tempted to post 20 times per day engagement actually decreases when you post too often the rule of thumb is to keep it between one to three posts per day depending on your following so that's it for today i have some uh one two three four five six seven eight nine nine tips and let's make it to ten why not let's make it to ten so the last one the bonus one use advocacy advocacy to grow your brand there is no better way to generate buzz for your brand than to turn your customers, employees, and even fans into advocates. Brand advocacy is a practice where people who have engaged with your business promote your products and services to their individual networks. Think about brands like Apple, Microsoft, and Nike. They are all known for their diehard fans who constantly promote their products and content. The best part? Most do it without any paid incentive. So you too can uh, do an effective advocacy program. Advocacy program. Here are some ideas. Number one, reach out to the right people. Engaging your employees is one of the most effective ways of cultivating a culture of advocacy. Give them a reason to rave about their business or of your business. Number two, offer rewards and loyalty points to customers. Number three, give referral bonuses for recruiting more people into the network. Number four, have top-notch customer service. You can use Facebook Messenger bots to communicate and provide value to customers. So these are some tips, 10 tips I have for you in this episode. Make sure you download the episode, share with your friends, and uh, comment, give a nice feedback. And if you have any other questions regarding this feedback, uh, podcast you can either visit my website or you can dm me on my different social networks or you can comment down here in the episode or wherever you're listening if you're listening to spotify apple podcast google podcast iHeartRadio, or or wherever you're listening to subscribe don't forget to subscribe and share to other marketers business uh self-employed people entrepreneurs and marketers so Till then, take care, have a good day, we'll meet soon, enjoy.